0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. we are continue our examination of Psalm 37, particularly in light of Do Not Be Afraid. Okay, do not be afraid. Do not be fearful of evil that comes against us. Do not be fearful of things that occur. And I think this is just so, so appropriate for us as we learn more and more, as we experience more and more during the time of uh, uh, the, quote, coronavirus <laughs> incident, unquote, of 2020. Uh, <coughs> I think it's becoming more and more obvious and more evident that this is an act of wickedness rather than an act of nature. Okay an act of wickedness rather than an act of nature. And I think that will uh, bear out in days to come. There's all sorts of evidence that are showing that there's a lot more to this than what we are being told. But we can know some things based upon the Word of God. Okay, This type of thing, there's nothing new about this. Okay, uh, Even the use of uh, that which we consider to be natural, or of a nature, Even the use of that in warfare is an old, old, old tactic, okay? It's a very old tactic. And so we are involved in some things right now that are going to be very, very interesting. So I think these words for us today from the scripture are going to be very, very helpful, what he says today, and probably what we'll look at next time. So Psalm 37, verse 12 says this, "...the wicked plots against the righteous, and gnashes at him with his teeth." You can know this, that the wicked will plot against you if you're righteous. The wicked will seek to come against you, okay? Will gnash at him with his teeth. I'm actually, I think I'm actually going through somewhat of an experience of that right now. And it's uh, sort of sad, to, to put it mildly, you know, because people don't know what they're doing sometimes. They don't know what they're revealing about themselves. But know this. When you live the life of the righteous, when you pursue righteousness, Jesus even warned us. He said, "The things that they did to me, they're going to do to you." So don't be surprised by this. You know, you think that you be you should be surprised that the slave endures the same thing that the master went through. No, but know this: the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. But verse thirteen says this: "The Lord laughs at him, <coughs> for he sees his day is coming." So who is the Lord laughing at? Well, the Lord's laughing at the wicked. He's laughing at the wicked because he knows what's going to come of the wicked. He knows what their future is. Verse 14 says this, the wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slay those who are upright in conduct. So we see, again, this is what the wicked are trying to do, try to slay the ones who are righteous, who are upright in their conduct. But not only that, to cast down the afflicted and the needy. What does that mean? That the wicked have drawn their sword and bent the bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy? You know, a lot of the wickedness in the world today, particularly in our society, hides behind uh, this idea and this concept of helping people of helping the poor, of helping raise them up, of encouraging folks, of doing all this kind of wonderful stuff, really things that the Scripture tells us that we are to do as believers. But the wicked do it, and they the wicked do it behind these guys are doing great works. But when you look to see what's really being done and what is really happening, you see that what they are doing is they're casting down the afflicted. They're casting down the needy. We've got entire political parties that are totally dependent upon the fact that people are dependent upon them. Okay, Are totally dependent upon the fact that they have to have uh, a a portion of the populace just so oppressed and so needy that if they don't have that, then they will not exist as a political entity. Isn't that sad? I mean, it's crazy. You say, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you see. And the various types of laws, the various type of regulations, the various things that they seek to do day in and day out look good. And it's always like this. It's always for the children. You know, it's always for the children. But when you see what is happening, you see that they're casting down the afflicted and the needy. <laughs> I, I, I saw a statement. I can't quite quote it. Let me see if I can think real quick off the top of my head. I saw this yesterday. Uh, one of the governors of one of our states came along and stayed and stated that during this time that abortion was uh, an essential need of life. Was an essential life-giving need. <laughs> that abortion was with, with no no thought whatsoever about how foolish that sounds. But guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna protect their ability to cast down the afflicted. They're going to protect their ability to cast down the needy. Here's what's going to happen to them. Verse 15 tells us, their sword, this is the wicked, their sword will enter their own heart and their bows will be broken. So the Lord is telling us, you know, and remember the whole context of this from the very beginning of this psalm. The Lord was telling us, you know, don't fret over these evildoers. Don't be envious about them, okay? they are going to fade away just like the grass. But trust in the Lord in everything. Do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. And delight yourself in the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Cease from anger. Turn back and forsake wrath, okay? And don't fret over all this evildoing. Evildoers will be cut off. He tells us that repeatedly. These evildoers will be cut off. They will be judged by the Most High God, so fear not. Well, in the meantime, what does that say to us? We know that these wicked are going to be here. We know the wicked are going to happen. Listen to verse 16. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked. So the idea behind this is, hey guys, don't be distracted by what we see the wicked doing. Don't be distracted by the evil. Don't be distracted by uh, whether you have a little bit or whether you have much. Okay, don't be distracted in any way. Verse 17 tells us why. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord sustains the righteous. Okay? The Lord sustains the righteous. We'll see more about this uh, in the next few verses. But Folks, keep this in mind. It is far better to have... The little of the wicked, particularly in the way that the world looks at things. Now, we don't view it as being the little. We view it as being the provision of the Lord in what he's given us for such a time as this. You know, what has the Lord provided for us? The Lord will always meet our need. Okay? We're going to see that later on. In the midst of everything, he'll meet our needs. And he sustains us. He sustains the righteous. But the wicked, their arms of wickedness will be broken. Do this. Grab a hold of that sustenance of the Lord. Continue to be righteous. Continue to live and be holy as the Lord has empowered every true believer to do. And be the vessel and the very manifestation of the power and presence of God. To such a degree that the world will look and say, what is it? What is it about you? There's something different here. How are you able to remain peaceful? How are you able to remain calm? How is it that you have provision in the midst of famine? And we'll be able to say, "It is the hand of the Most High God." We'll continue this in the next episode. In the meantime, I'm Dale. I'll see you then. Goodbye.